Welcome to the Minute Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our series, Mortal Kombat. Today's sermon is entitled Sub-Zero. As we learned last week, we've been chosen by God and we've been marked by God to do mighty things. Today we're going to learn, learn how our identity is so important and have that identity in Christ. Sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. All right, y'all ready to dive in this today? Oh my gosh, I'm super excited for those that are tuning in for the first time. Um, who in the world does a Mortal Kombat series at a church? We're just crazy enough, we will do it. And so last week we started that brand new series. Uh, we kicked it off with a uh, message entitled Chosen. Chosen. You're all chosen. You're all been marked by God to do great and mighty things. And uh, I encourage if you missed last week, go back and check it out. Listen, the podcast have been on a, a, a sabbatical. Uh, we're working to actively backlog all those. We're, we're some, we have some glitches in the system, so uh, you guys will not be able to see the podcast. We're, again, actively working on those things for the ones who uh, may have been wondering. And so, uh, But last week we did talk about... How Mortal Kombat started. It started uh, in a, uh, as a as a arcade game, and and uh, you know the creators there um, built it up. And they and you know, anybody, I guess we talked about this a little bit last week. But uh, anybody ever played it? Anybody played the game Mortal Kombat? You know, me too. I liked it when it was in the arcade, and the arcade was there, and you could go there, and, and you could play it up. Now, I didn't live in the era where arcades were huge. They were kind of phasing out when I was a, a kid, but I still had the opportunity to play this cool game. But, but when the game came out and they released it, it was a lot of violence, a lot of gore, a lot of uh, different things that, that were taking place. And in the next game, they decided, they got all this feedback. And they're like, hey, guys, y'all need to tone it down. Y'all need, need to chill that out. And so they decided that, nah, 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 we're going to up the ante. So Mortal Kombat 2, they doubled the gore. They doubled the violence. And so, but last week, again, we talked about being chosen. Being chosen. We learned from two different people uh, in the Bible. We talked about Moses, not Moses, um, oh, shoot, Noah. And how uh, God chose Noah to build the ark because he knew that, uh, that Noah would follow through and do what he called him to do. And uh, then, then uh, we also talked about um, Jonah and Jonah saying, hey, God called him to go to Nineveh and he decided he wanted to do his own things. But he, we took a lot of life lessons from Noah and Jonah last week. But this week, I want to go just a little bit further into this series. So, so when you put the game in there or you start up the arcade game and, and you go through there, you get to select a character. Select a character in this game. Now, there's multiple characters, and, and now that they're on their 11th game um, uh, or 11th title, there's a lot more characters that are involved. But this, this week and next week, we're going to talk about two of the most popular characters in the game. But you get to select who you want. You get to pick. And today, I want to talk about one of those characters. Today's sermon is entitled Sub-Zero. Sub Zero. Now, Sub Zero is is a, a character that that is uh, well liked by a lot of individuals, and 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 he has this ability to freeze. When you guys watch the bumper video, he was the guy in the blue. He was the guy in the blue, and he 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 can freeze. He can he can do different things. He can make it snow. If you guys watch the most recent video or the most recent uh, um, movie that was released, he can physically make it snow. Uh, 
Now, I'm not an endorsement for Mortal Kombat, y'all, so <laughs> I'm not telling y'all to go out and buy the games and stuff like that, but I'm just, I just felt like this was something that we, can, we could definitely dive into and learn from. Uh, uh, but this guy there, man, he's just, again, he's among favorites to, to Mortal Kombat fans. And, and I was doing some research because when you're in the game, you watch the movies or if you read the comics or the animated series, Sub-Zero is kind of confusing. He's kind of the, the oddball in there. You don't know if he's on the good team or if he's on the bad team. Is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? He's confused. And, and, and in its latest movie, they released out. He's betrayed to be on the bad side. Now, that may change in movies to come, games to come, because he has an odd story, <laughs> don't we all? Didn't we learn about that a few weeks ago, having a story? But, but, but I just want to take some time to talk to you guys about something really cool about this. See, Sub-Zero has an identity problem. When I researched him, he was hard to determine whether he was a good guy or a bad guy. Now, there was a bunch of history on him and a bunch of words, Japanese words that I had no clue how to say, so there was no point in me putting it in the sermon, but y'all know what I'm saying? Uh, he, he, was, he was just that guy that I couldn't tell if he was good. He was bad. Had an identity problem. And y'all ever been confused for somebody else? Anybody ever went to the store and, and somebody think they know you from school or high school and be like, oh, I know who you are. And you go around, oh, snap, that's not who I thought it was. I just go with the flow. If, if you come up to me in the store, I may not have a clue who you are. I'm just going to roll with it. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> There's a show that I like, and it's called Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers. Anybody ever watch that show? It's so funny. I have HBO Max, and, and on there they had the, the, all the seasons, and I've been binge watching them every night, and, and Tasha's like, will you stop watching them? And, and she's like, this is so dumb, but, but it's so funny. But one of the games that they do in Impractical Jokers is, is they have to convince a stranger that they know them. Now, think about this for a second. If it were me, I'm, I'm just going to roll with you. Yeah, man, I was there. Absolutely. Uh, you did that? Yeah, that's cool. I know you. Yeah, sure. I'd play their game. There's been a times in my life that people thought they knew me based on some wrong information. Anybody ever judged your character and they not even know you at all? I know for me that, that there's a time where I got told, man, you like country music, you wear cowboy boots, you wear a cowboy hat. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of that. If you wear those things, that's cool. But guess what? That's not Pastor Michael. <laughs> Pastor Michael don't wear those things. <laughs> he is far from that. He's like far, far, far. I should tell you, I'm like some deathcore, heavy metal, rap, and I, I wear Jordans and, <laughs> and school shoes. and <laughs> Christian, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me insert that in the beginning. Christian <laughs> rap and heavy metal. And again, there's nothing wrong with that other styles of music, but that, that's not me, and I was judged on that. They, were like, they, they identified me as being this type of individual. I kind of felt like Sub-Zero. I'm kind of like, is he the good guy? Is he the bad guy? I've been to churches where people have formed their own opinions about me, and they don't even know me. See, here at Medic Church, we don't do that. We, we eliminate that problem because we're going to love everybody that walks through the door. Let's check this out. Check this out. This can go just a little bit longer. 
and I'll let you guys go because I got to get to the, I got to go eat lunch. <laughs> but today, what does your identity in Christ look like? When people look at you, what do they see? Do they see Christ flowing through you? Or do they, or do they see somebody completely different? I like using references, and some of you guys may not know who some of these people are, but there's a, a, a comedy group or comedy guys, that their name's the Skit Guys. And, 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 and they do different acts, they do different skits. They're really funny. I encourage you guys to, to look them up. They're called the Skit Guys. They're amazing individuals. But they've done this skit, and, and it was portraying a father and a son, and, and the, the son wanted to go out to the movie he wanted to go out, and he said, hey, Dad, I want to go out. I want to watch this movie. All my friends are going to be there. I want to fit in. I want to be identified as one of the cool people. And his dad's like, no, son, you don't need to go down this path. You don't need to be associated or identified with that group. And, and, and he said, you need to shine your light and be a standard for God. And he gave him an example. He's like, okay, son. He said, listen to this. He said, I'm, I, he said, tell me a little bit about the movie. Well, there's some violence in there, but it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit, Dad. Well, there's some nudity, but, Dad, it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit. He said, okay. He said, okay. He said, you can go. He said, you can go. He said, but first, he said, but first, he, he said, I got some brownies. I made you some brownies. I want you to eat the brownies before you go. He's like, is it Miles' famous brownie? He said, yeah. He said, he said yeah. He's got Miles' famous brownie, but he put just a little bit, just a little bit of something extra in there. And so the boy, you know, of course, he, you know, anybody that's just brownies around the kid, they're like, yeah, man, let me, let me have it. And so he goes, he opens up the brownies, he starts eating the brownies. He puts them out, and he's chewing up. He's like, hmm, that's real good. He said, what'd you put in there? He keeps eating it, he keeps eating it. He's like, what is it, Dad? The dad, and of course, these guys are funny. He goes, it's dog poop. He goes, and it's funny. In the skit, he goes, takes the bite, and he goes, again of the brownie. He goes, mm, that is dog poop. Why'd you put dog poop in the brownie? He said, Dad, it's just a little bit. He said, son, it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit. He goes, I see what you're doing, Dad. I see what you're doing. See, see, he said, you put just a little bit in there. And then the skit goes on. He goes, I'm going to go get some orange juice. And he said, that better be orange juice in the refrigerator. You guys will get that next week. <laughs> but when we allow just a little bit of something in our life, it can start changing our identity. Just a little bit of something can change our identity. Now, here at Medic Church, I'm going to tell you guys, I'll be the guy that I'm going to cross every line that I can for you. I'm going to go the distance. If I got to go to the party, and I don't, I'm not going to your party, but, <laughs> but I'll go and I'll love on you. I'll shine light to you and say, hey, we can have a better time doing something else other than these ungodly things that you're doing. I've been to the parties and not been participated in the things that were going on, but I was there. And I shined a light and I didn't judge people while I was there. I began to preach the gospel and share the gospel. And then they started doing some illegal stuff, and I got up out of here. <laughs> See, the here, there. Let's we'll discard that part of the story. But what does your identity in Christ look like?
Are we dabbling in just to a little bit of something? Let's see, let's see. Are we half in and half out? Matthew 6 and 24 tells us, it says, no one can serve two masters. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. And some versions tell you, you cannot serve both God and money. Money's the root of all evils. <laughs> I truly believe that. But you can't serve two different things. You either can serve God or you're not going to serve God. And I'm going to tell you, in today's society, it is so easy for us to get distracted. Oh, you know what? I met at church that's that online campus. I'm not knocking you guys, just listen to me. <laughs> I love online campus. They got that online campus. I don't, I don't have to go to church. And we found this to be statistically proven throughout last year. We found churches across America and across the world relied on Facebook and YouTube live streaming, which is great. I'm glad we have those tools available because we're reaching people all across the world. They become relied on it because we had to. Church looked a lot different last year than it does today. But what happened was is people got complacent. And they allowed the enemy to come in and they, the enemy said, hey, I'm going to change your identity because now that you're at home, oh, well, I can catch that replay later on. I know men at church going to have the replay up and, and I can just, I can watch it later on and, and, you know, I can skip through the parts I don't like. <laughs> Pastor Michael up there talking, we're going to skip through him or we're going to rewind, go back and listen to worship again or I really like that song, so I'm going to go back. But we got complacent. And then we realized, oh, well, now I don't have to get up on Sunday and sleep and catch replay around. And then we realized that, oh, man, I got stuff to do. And then we never catch the sermon at all. And then eventually, again, it's statistically proven that we just don't watch it at all. Did you guys know attendance, not just at Medic Church, but across the United States, is down by 50%? Because we've become complacent. I'm saying, oh gosh, there's this deadly virus out there. I'm not knocking the virus. Y'all hear me out. But the enemy's put fear in us. I can't go there. And as this lady told me, she said, I, I, I want to come to your church and, and, and I want to come, but I, I'm going to wait to after COVID. And I said, the reality is COVID isn't going away anytime soon, if ever. I said, but you'll go out to Walmart, but you can't come spend an hour at church. Because the enemy has changed our mindsets and changed our identity. Our identity, our, our identity is shapes our behavior. So when we start allowing, like the old saying, garbage in, garbage out, when we start allowing these things to change us, they ultimately affect our future. They start deciding how we're going to move, how we're going to act. And that's what happens a lot of times when we start allowing the enemy to begin to mold us the way he wants. Then you don't see any Bible reading. You don't see any times of worship or praying or coming into a house where it's corporate worship. Now, I know you guys get sick and things happen. Y'all can't be here. It's okay. I'm not, <laughs> I know some, a lot of people are here and they're like, Pastor Michael, I'm on your live stream and you're talking bad about I'm not talking bad about you. Things happen. <laughs> I love you guys. I really do. 
But I want you guys to know when you start living your life, or the way we are, what the, <laughs> y'all, I typed this one this morning. <laughs> what we're allowing into our life will start shaping us and molding our behavior. If we constantly are around negative Nancy, we're constantly allowing her to feed us in that negativity, then eventually that positivity that we used to have in our life is going to become negative. Negative Nancy, now if your name's Nancy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot Trina's here. She's invisible. But, but you'll eventually find yourself being just like Trina or negative Nancy. Our behavior starts taking shape, those around you. And I want to urge you guys to caution, caution yourself to those that are around you. Find you people that are going to constantly build you up and not break you down. Here at Medic Church, we're all about loving people. We're all about sharing that love. I'm, we're going to hopefully start something called life groups in the near future. And these life groups are groups that we can come together and like our similarities and connect in small groups. And those are about building people up. But Medic Church, we love people. I'm going to tell you guys, I love you guys so much that I'll go to the depths of hell for you and with you and do everything in my power that I can to give you the tools necessary to let God restore the brokenness in your life. See, if we truly embrace our identity in Christ, when we truly embrace it, we give God our whole self, not just a pit, not just a piece. Either on it or you're off of it. Like I said in Matthew 6 and 24, can't serve two masters. But when we embrace our identity in Christ, we'll understand that God will continue to transform our hearts best reflect Jesus. So when we allow good things to come out of us, we're reading our Bible, we're praying every day, and we're seeking after God, then we're able, when the enemy comes at us, our heart's going to be transformed to reflect Jesus. It's easier when, when the enemy comes at you, oh, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Man, that's good. When the enemy comes at you, if you start throwing some scripture at it, oh, I tell you what. <laughs> y'all want spouses, if you ever get in the argument with significant other, <laughs> we'll give y'all some marriage advice here. Start throwing some scripture at them. And then Jesus loves you. Huh? I'm like, oh, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Be still. But when we hide those things, that's our identity. And we find that identity in Christ, we're able to speak those things. We're able to speak life into people. See, Jesus taught us a few things. He taught us two great commandments. And that was to love God and to love others. The greatest commandment of all, do unto others as you want done to yourself, right? Love others. I don't know anybody that just wants to beat up on somebody all the time. Anybody in here want to just get, set up a boxing match and just I constantly want to be, you want to be, come on, brother, spring. Fight! <laughs> Y'all were jumping Fernando at the church. So I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But, but, but God commanded us to love one another. If our world would just show just a little bit of love, just a smidge bit of love to our neighbor. I think we could change the course and the path that we're on. Our mission here at Medit Church is we want to live out our mission constantly. 
Our mission is to have a growing relationship with our community and our surrounding areas by showing them the same love that God shows us. You guys showed our schools, our elementary, middle, and high school students that we love them. By just taking a little bit of your time and a little bit of your finances while you were shopping to say, hey, I'm going to get some school supplies. And I'm just going to bless the student this year. We don't know who's getting the items. I have no idea. I just put, we put them in some boxes and we took them over there. I call them up say, hey, can we drop these off? And I, I'm coming now. Is that cool with y'all? And we were able to bless them because of what you guys done. Guys, we're collecting candy for trunk or treat. Guess what? Guess what? We're going to be able to bless people that may not be able to have much this year. Last year we gave out almost 700 treat bags. This year we're gonna, our goal was to give out 1,500 treat bags and invites. Not because we, we want the church to grow, yes. Numbers don't mean nothing to me. You know what means something to me? When I have, some, have somebody tell me, hey, I accepted Jesus into my life because we're living out that very mission. See, our identity is who we are. Did you guys hear that? Our identity is who we are. And, and, and when we find out our identity and we embrace our identity, God's going to do great things, especially when we embrace it in him. So we have an option here. We can either, we can either serve God, our master, or we can serve God, or the God of this world and allow the world to consume us and mold us the way they want, or we can let God mold us the way he wants us. And when we embrace our identity in Christ, he will begin to show his Identity through us. We allow God to work and do His work. See, when we allowed God to, and we embraced on Him, allow us to start this church and to do the things that we're doing, His works have been fulfilled. Nothing I've done, I'm just doing what God's called me to do. I'm watching a movie and playing a video game. And I'm like, man, we could do a sermon series off this. Why? Because I want to be different. I want our identity to know that, hey, we're going to cross lines to bring people in, not draw lines to keep people out. Pastor Michael, why do you constantly keep telling us that? Because I want you guys to know that you're loved. We've all messed up. We've all made mistakes. But we all can come together and let God restore the brokenness in our lives. I had a man tell me, or a spouse tell me that they're, Husband will never step foot back in another church, especially this one. Braced it. They never gave up. Never gave up in believing that in that prayer. But her identity was, I'm going to let God work through me, and I'm going to let God's light be shown through me. And her husband finally eventually showed up, and his life was forever changed. And, and, and so our identity in Christ and we have it and he allows us to move and work our actions will eventually be affected when we're praying we're seeking after God the actions that we have will start to show when when I go to work and, and people find out oh man you're a preacher oh snap <laughs> I talk like that around you I had a guy he he told me he's like man I didn't know you was a preacher <laughs> he's like I'm so sorry he's like, I said man I said I said, it's okay. You know what he told me? He said, you know what I like about you? He said, you treat him like a human being. You treat me like I was just, just a, a normal person. 
I said, just because I pastor a church doesn't mean I need to call out every sin that you have. I'm going to preach a louder message than I ever would say, man, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. I'm going to say, hey, man, we love you. I know a man that can restore the brokenness in your life. Let me share my story with you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know the circumstances, the situations you may be in right now, but God will work through everything that you're in to accomplish the goal that he has for your life. When we give our identity to him, God will direct you, lead you, and guide you. You may not see it. You may not understand what's going on right now. You may not, listen, listen, somebody, somebody needs to hear this today, and I know they're on the online campus. Listen, what you've embraced for the last 10 months, God's getting ready to do something big in your life. Don't give up on God. Keep your focus on him. I ain't going to sit here and pretend like I know what it's like, because I don't. But keep trusting God. Keep your faith in God, because he loves you. We don't understand it. We don't understand why God does what he does sometimes. But it's not for us to understand. Because when we give us and our, keep our whole focus on him, God's going to lead us and guide us in the right path. When we, don't, when, we don't, when we finally understand the identity that God gives us, live it out. Live it out. All right, I got to tell you guys, I'm going to close with this. I'll share one last thing which is from another movie that I love dearly. <laughs> Star Wars. I love Star Wars. In Star Wars, there's these things called Jedis. Jedis. You know, this is the guys, they got Luke. You got Yoda. <laughs> I love Yoda. I'm really can't wait. They do a straight, just dedicated Yoda movie. And and but but man, they were Jedi's were protectors of the galaxy. And you know, they were the peacemakers. They were the ones that, that you know, when they walked in the room, you know exactly who they were. There was no hiding the fact that they were a Jedi. Right? 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 Everybody agree with that? Anybody, most of y'all seen Star Wars or have some idea what I'm talking about? If I pulled up a picture of, of uh, a lightsaber, y'all would probably be like, man, that's a, that's a Jedi or, or, you know, maybe it's a bad Jedi, but... <laughs> But see, in the sequels, and, and this got some spoilers alerts for the ones who haven't seen the latest Star Wars. But but in the sequels, Luke Skywalker, which was a Jedi, tried to hide his identity, his calling. He tried to hide it. He's like, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know who you're looking for. That's not me. He becomes scared of the identity that he had. And, and, then, and then see that Ray, she was confused. And she struggled to embrace the fact that she was a Jedi. But yet, through all of them things, none of them were able to deny that their heart was a Jedi. Deep down, Luke still knew, I'm a Jedi. Ray still knew she was a Jedi. Anakin Skywalker, who made the transformation from Anakin to Darth Vader, had a hardened heart. At the end of his run, he still knew that he was a Jedi. He still knew what he needed to do. Pastor Michael, I can't believe you're having a church service talking about Star Wars, talking about Mortal Kombat. Why? Because if I can take something relevant to you and help you change your life, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the risk. 
because the identity that I have is I want to see people come to Christ. I want to see people find their identity that they have. You may be scared. You may be saying, I don't want to be, I don't want people kind of know, I just want to kind of go to church. I'm going to blend in. I don't want people to know that I'm a Christian. Let your story be lived out. Live out that story that you have. You may have bad parts of your story. Again, if you've seen Star Wars, Anakin did some bad things. He made the transformation into Darth Vader, but at the end of it, at the end of it, he had a heart change. He made a change in his heart. And he shined light back to his true identity of a Jedi. And I still believe that today, that God can restore the brokenness in our life. The foundation that this church was built on was prayer, faithfulness, the identity that my great-grandma and my grandma had, the faithfulness that they had in prayer. And the faithfulness they had in God is why we're doing what we're doing all these years later. The core fact that we know that people are broken, that they can come here and let God restore the brokenness, the issues, the problems, the things they got going on in their life. Not because we have special powers, not that we're special creatures like it's portrayed in this game, Mortal Kombat. But that God sits on the throne still to this day. And He can touch any problem that you may have. If you guys don't mind, if you'll stand with me today, let's pray. God, I want to thank you so much for Medic Church, God. God, I want to thank you so much for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for us. God, for today, I want to pray over everybody that's listening, that's here. God, God, that you will show them their true identity. God, if they're running, God, if they're still off track, they're still kind of questioning where they need to go, what they need to do, God. God, pull them back on track. God, if they made mistakes and they don't feel like they're worthy enough to be called a Christian, God. God, this is a lie straight from the enemy. God, you tell us in the Bible that we've all fallen short of the glory of God. God, put peace in their heart. God, comfort them. Today, again, we pray for the sick. God, heal them. Lord, touch the broken hearts today. God, that gap that they have in their life, Lord, that emptiness that they feel, Lord, God, just begin to feel that with your presence. God, and ease the pain. And Lord, if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear God, I'm a sinner. Thank you for sending your son Jesus down on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. And God, help me to know that I have a new identity in you. Name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.